0: Look forward each and every Monday night at 9.05 or 9.06 to the entrance, the grand entrance of Sean Michael Lyle here in the Studio B at KMOX. Uh, you know, when you think about, Michael, when you think about community treasures, right? you think about the yeah. mounds yeah. in okay. Cahokia. Mm-hmm. You, do you
1: want me to leave now? You, you think <laughs> about the,
0: the giant ketchup bottle over there in Collinsville, a community That's treasure. True that. The Corn Palace in Martin, South Dakota. A phenomenal structure. I've been there. Yes, of course. (laughs) Here in St. Louis, of course, we have the Gateway Arch, but when you think about community treasures, there is none better than Shawn Michael Lyle, who joins us after cutting his teeth in Hollywood, California, as a young broadcaster, star of General Hospital. He's been on the stage and the screen a man of many talents, and he's with us now. Sean Michael Lyle, welcome back to the Hancock and Kelly Show.
1: Thank you. That so was, I was on General Hospital for a week.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and, and what a week it was. Oh yeah. And uh, so you, uh, we all watched the Oscars last night. Uh, you've been to?
1: Yeah, Os- I was in Hollywood during Oscar week and everything like that. Oh, by the way, the I don't count on the uh, Champagne Carpet next year. Uh, they hired some other people to kind of handle part of the part of the Oscars. Who's a loser? And uh, it was the, the carpet before before they were even done walking the stars in. The carpet was already showing dirt. So really, yeah, yeah, it got bad reviews. The dirty carpet. The, yeah. So well, why, why would they do away with red carpet? I mean, it's uh, synonymous they, they with they had the had Oscars. Ninety three, some years. Ninety. Well, sixty one, they didn't have red. Oh. 1961 oh. but that was the only year and Incredible. uh it's, they, they they was just being silly and uh, they hired the person who did uh, the the Met Gala to yeah. uh, do the uh, kind of the the theme for the Oscars yeah. and they made sure that all, everybody who was not uh part of you know one of the uh, presenters or the people the stars showing up all the background people had to wear dark blue or black so you know they kind of rub some some uh, people the wrong way yes huh. you don't do that in California you can do that in the Met in New York but not in California so, right yeah. yeah wow but uh you've yeah. been to Oscar week what's it, it like what's well, going on in LA during see, Oscar see week? see here's the funny thing is that when I lived in Hollywood yeah. uh the Oscars were in downtown Los Angeles at uh, Dorothy Chandler Pavilion huh. uh now during the like the 1950s Who was Dorothy Chandler uh, she was some rich person's oh. uh, wife, uh, okay. but uh, in, in the 1950s, <laughs> it was just down the street on Hollywood Boulevard yeah. at the at the Pantages Theater. Yes. In the 1960s, it was at the Santa Monica Auditorium, is where they had the Oscars. Well, uh uh-huh. Yeah, it was kind of a funny story there because one time, ah, uh, uh, it was being hosted by Frank Sinatra, they and know. so he shows up wow. at the auditorium, pulls into the parking lot, and they say, "Hey, you got a parking pass?" And he thought, I'm Frank Sinatra. I'm Frank Sinatra. That's what he said. He said, I think they gave it to me. I don't have it. Well, you can't come in if you don't have a parking pass. And so they turned away Frank Sinatra, host of the Academy Awards wow. from the Academy. And he goes looking for parking. And as you can imagine, in Santa Monica, he parked like two miles away or something. And there he was in his tuxedo running, literally running, jogging on the street, trying to get to the Oscars in time. The Guy pulls up and says, you're Frank Sinatra, aren't you? He goes, yeah. He says, well, hop on in. I'll I'll drive you to the Oscars. Is that right? So so some have been guy you. that could have been you. It was before I dro- uh, oh. could drive, but some guy just driving along on on his way to work. As a matter of fact, saw Frank Sinatra and saved the Oscars that year by driving. Frank How about Sinatra? Where uh, else yeah, do you get this him kind right of content?
0: where else do you get this kind of nowhere no, well,
1: here's I, another thing that yes it, now when i when i lived there it was at dorothy chandler pavilion there now, she was dorothy uh, now, and sometimes Rich person every once wife. in a while it was at the shrine auditorium which also mm-hmm. was not in hollywood so so the oscars were not held in hollywood while i was there so on What's oscar night those people uh it was downtown los angeles it had nothing to do with with hollywood of course when i lived in hollywood Hollywood actually made movies and television shows, so a lot of the industry was they actually were right there in Hollywood. Was still based in General Hollywood. Hospital, Today, right there in Hollywood. Well, that was Los Feliz, northeast oh. of Hollywood. Right. Well, don't but ruin the and story. then you go. You know, like CBS Television City and Culver City. So Hollywood, as far as that's concerned, always has been spread all over Los Angeles. Hmm. But the but kind of like
0: the uh, elephant poop at a parade. Exactly.
1: But like the district of Los uh, the district of Los Angeles that's called Hollywood. Yeah. Um. That used to have the industry. It really doesn't anymore. But once a year. The industry gathers at what I think is it the uh, Dolby Theater these days. When they Kodak, bu- right? Well, they built it, it was called the Kodak Theater. Oh. But I think they changed the name. Huh. So so now they, they have this theater. Now, it's a lovely theater. When I lived in Hollywood at first, it was a, that was a parking lot next to the Chinese Theater. It's right next to the Chinese Theater. Uh, uh, gra- uh, uh, Grauman's and yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever it is, it is yeah. these days. Uh, I think they turned it back to Grauman's. So anyway, it was a parking lot. And mm-hmm. then they turned it into a, a multiplex, a theater. Theater Multiplex, which looked like the average thing that you would find at a mall. It was no fancier than that. Okay. They fortunately, and they built that when, when I lived there, they tore that down, fortunately. Boom. And then they built <laughs> this spectacular theater at the time. It was, when it was new, it was called the Kodak Theater. You yeah. can go inside. Uh-huh. Um, when you're in there, there are these giant pillars, and on, on the pillars they have in in metal lettering, they have the best picture and the year. Oh, and it's really kind of neat. Going back to 19. to 28 or whatever it was. Uh, but the first one, as a matter of fact, if you go across the street, kind of at an angle, just yeah. down the street a little bit, is the uh, Roosevelt Hotel. That's where the first Academy Awards wow. were. When I lived in Hollywood, that was a flop house. This is incredible. And I, I got to go up to the top where the where the uh, the, the ballroom was, yeah. and that's where the first Oscar. And I was like, okay, this is where the first Oscars were. I better get out of here before I get mugged. Uh, cuz it was a flop house. <laughs> but but if you go if you go to this uh this uh theater, yeah. it's got all kinds of shops. Yeah. Uh you go to the entry which is this huge um it's it's from a, an old uh, Met, uh Cecil B DeMille set from okay. the silent film era. Ooh. And when you walk in there it's really spectacular. That kind of uh, that part is outdoors. And it was kind of funny that if as you walk into this giant entrance off to the right if you look Uh, there's a facade there, you know, and behind the facade, of course, it's made of steel. They have a steel frame. But just so that when you go there, you will know that on that steel frame, it says Lakers rule (laughs) for the Los Angeles Lakers. There it is. Because one of the iron workers wrote that on there as he was building it. I would walk by there. There, This
0: is is beyond insightful. So so that's Uh, something you wouldn't otherwise know. Trivia question on the floor. The last silent film that won the Best Picture Academy
2: Award. It's recent. It's recent. There was yes. a silent film yes. in the last
1: 10 years. I don't know. I don't watch movies much anymore. The Artist.
0: Yeah. 2012. Right. Best yeah. Picture. Well,
1: that was, that's one of the interesting things when you go to the this theater is you'll look at all these years and movies, and you go, oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. Yeah. And then when you get to about 30 years ago, you go, Never heard of it. Right. Don't know what it is. Right. And the, the the movies, the best pictures from the last 30 years, you wouldn't even know what they are. So That's
0: very true. Did you go to the actual Oscars
2: no. in your
1: life? No. No. Well, it was downtown. Yeah. I, so but no. But you've
0: interviewed Oscar winners.
1: Uh. Yeah, I think so. But have you remember. ever
2: seen an actual
1: oscar yeah I've, I've held a couple of them he's With held a where? couple of oscars and people's houses well no the first one that i held was actually at the uh, hollywood chamber of commerce yeah. uh, because i was walking down the street and and on the hollywood walk of fame and i stepped on this um on one of the the uh, the medallions and it came loose i was like loose and i the star came loose. It wasn't the star. It no. was the medallion well, the in the medallion middle. The medallion came and loose. And I don't remember what, what star it was, mm. but uh, it was a... Uh, it was, that would enhance the story it was quality. The, you know. I know it yeah. would, but it was a television. And I reached down and I picked it up. He picked it up. And I, I was holding it in my hand. And I he thought, held it in his hand. This would be a heck of a souvenir. Yes! You know, but being a community-minded guy, I went went down to the Chamber of Commerce because it had come loose from the terrazzo. Yes. And I went down to the Chamber of Commerce, and I said, this came off of one of the stars, and I told them where. Really? Yeah, Yeah, so I gave it back to them, and they go, oh. And they gave you an Oscar? No. (laughs) Yeah, for the best actor. No, um. No, and there was an Oscar standing over there, and I said, "Oh, that's cool." And they said, "Yeah, you can look at it." I don't remember whose Oscar it was, but it was an old classic from the like the nineteen thirties or Is it heavy? Yeah, well, they are heavy. They're at, like six or eight pounds or something like that. Really? Mm. Yeah. And then there was another one. It's like I was a catfish. I was in at a Lake an, of the Ozarks. <laughs> I was at an office, and there was an old man who was there, oh. and he designed. Um, let's see, he designed like rides at amusement parks. And he had an Oscar on one of his shelves. Uh, He used to do special effects. Oh, all right. And he won. Now, there was only one of them there. He won, I don't know, half a dozen or so Oscars. Um, But the one that that he showed me, and his name was Glenn, uh, Glenn Robinson, I think. Glenn
0: Robinson.
1: Uh, But it was. Winner of six Academy Awards. I think it was six. Yeah. Maybe it was – I may be wrong happened? about that. <laughs> it was several. Uh, but anyway, and it was uh, – uh, I think it was It was for the a movie called The Hindenburg. Oh, yes. Oh. Did you see that? Well, it, I remember The
0: Hindenburg. It, it, it
1: blew up. 1935. 19- that, no, that, that part was real. <laughs> 1935. <laughs> he made it look like it was real some years later. Wow. But anyway, well, it was an where, Academy where Award for that. So I Oscar. asked him, could I, could I see this? He yeah. goes, yeah, sure. And that's when he said he had others. And I looked at it, but he was designing amusement park rides for like Lottsbury Farm or Disneyland or something like that at the time. How about but, that? But yeah, they're they heavy. Unbelievable. And they're very appropriate when you consider that they're gold plated, but they're made of trash. Uh, the, Oscars, the Oscar
0: is made of trash. Yeah,
1: they come from Chicago. They're oh. made by a company in <laughs> Chicago. And and you know that gold plating doesn't involve gold. Yes. It involves lead Yes, and electroplating. And it, there's no real gold in the gold well, plating. Well, it turns into gold. It looks gold. But it starts out as, as lead. It's trash. Yeah. But anyway, what they do, it's made of pot metal. So mm. it really, literally is trash, and they're you made of pot metal. I know about
0: metal. that,
2: Kelly. Yeah, I know a little bit about pot metal. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they have a smelter across a smelter. the river over here where I've seen it.
1: Yeah, I know. You. He's going to say, I smelter across the river. Um, but they're made out of pot metal, and they're from Chicago, and it's really just trash. And then they gold-plated it to make it look like something important. Wow. Un- yeah. How about
0: that? Uh, where are so, we with Glenn Robinson? How many Academy Awards? Uh, did
1: you? Well, did I get that name right? I, asked, I don't know. Well, I asked again. I couldn't figure out who the name was. So Give so, me, give me a second here. <laughs> there's, there's a whole industry around. Is it special effects? He was a special effects. Movie effect. making. Six, yeah. six?
0: Unbelievable. It was six. Sean Michael Lyle I remember. has nailed it I, again.
1: I am now impressed with myself. Glenn Robinson. Six Academy
3: Awards. Six? The <laughs>
2: Laugh. Wow. Yeah, so, does your wife wait up to listen to this every week? I don't know
1: if she knows this. You is don't on. tell her on Monday nights that you no. spend time talking to Hancock no. and Kelly. Because
0: yeah. uh, this is going in. She for probably tomorrow. will be like, "No wonder We're you come going home for tomorrow shot tomorrow out of a cannon I, on a well, Monday." I'm uh,
1: amazed that I remember that because that, uh, that was I, so long I, you, you ago. You have blown
0: me away, is all I can tell
1: you. And I, I remember his name too. I'm not
0: shocked. By and much, and
1: the but, other thing wow. too that's interesting about yes. him because because I Clint Robbins. My favorite movie has always been The Wizard of Oz. Now I couldn't nine.
0: Yeah, I couldn't find
1: know the story of The Wizard of Oz? Well, I was just going to say that he told me that he worked on that movie. I couldn't find anything Do to back that Do you know the allegory
0: about The Wizard of Oz?
1: Mm, the allegory? No. Yes. It's about government and
0: money. Oh, and, oh. Uh, yeah. it's about William Jennings Bryan uh, running in 1896 for president uh, against the gold standard.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And so you've got the cowardly lion, which was, uh, well, so you had the the, the dumb, uh, who was the dumb guy? The uh, straw? Uh, yeah, the Scarecrow. Represented the farmers. Mm-hmm. And the, the Tin Man, who had no heart, represented the industrialists. Mm-hmm. And then you had the Cowardly Lion, who represented William Jennings Bryan. And um, Dorothy, in the original book, she had... Um, She had silver shoes. Yeah, right. The silver silver slippers. slippers, slippers, Right. That she danced across the gold, yellow brick road over the over the gold standard. She danced across the gold. That whole entire book. Written by uh, Baum uh-huh. was an allegory of the 1896
1: presidential election. Wow, and because I I know that it was the cinematographer. In fact, I talked to the guy. Ray, it wasn't Ray Renahan, the guy uh, who uh, invented. Uh, it, it, it. I'm sure, it but was. it was one of those cinematographers who said uh, that we're not going to ha- we're making a Technicolor movie. We're not going to have silver slippers, right? And he's the guy who decided the that they slippers. would be ruby, ruby slippers, but they
0: were silver in the book.
1: And I know, and I know where the uh, the uh, uh, the name Oz came from too. Do you, you know that? I do not know that. Okay, well, um, because it was uh, uh, he had a, uh, L. Frank Baum in his Ohio um, office had a two drawer filing cabinet. Yeah. A through N. Yeah. And O through Z, and o that's where he got Z, the name. Oz. From, so. How about that, yeah. folks? Uh, you know. But if you're ever if you no, I, like is. I said, I have not been to Hollywood. Uh, I was on Hollywood during Oscar nights, but not while the Oscars were there because they were always at Dorothy Chandler But he's downtown. been lifting the but,
0: trash-filled Oscars for years. But
1: if you if you do get the chance, you can go to uh, Hollywood Boulevard. They set up grandstands and everything. So yeah. if, you, if that's your thing, you actually can go and you can sit there in the stands and watch as the stars arrive. Wow. As soon as they arrive, then they go into a certain secure place where they actually get searched for security I, purposes. I have no words. Yeah, I mean, so.
0: the words have escaped me. Uh, This has been perhaps one of the finest segments of radio that I've ever witnessed.
1: And, well, uh, as compared to the last segment. Uh, <laughs> wasn't a high bar, was it? You must have listened to the whole previous hour. It seemed like a previous hour. You want to talk it, about the banks? Uh, okay, so the Silicon Valley Bank, which used to sponsor uh, our business report and the radio station that I was in at, Silicon right? Valley's news station, yeah. uh, Silicon Valley Bank was one of our sponsors. Yeah, they're uh, the, the thing that happened there, I think it's more cultural of Silicon Valley than anything else. And that is that they are such lemmings uh in silicon valley that all that happened was you, there, there's the problem with the interest rates right and so the bank said okay well we've got uh, a little shortcoming you know there was all this talk about oh it's poor mix mix <laughs> man, you know mismanagement everything there was a little problem uh with uh, with their uh, their um that they're recovering their uh, their assets cyoa uh, yes. Cya, but it, there was a problem with that, so they were talking about taking out a two and a half billion dollar loan to cover that. Okay, which isn't big for a bank of that yeah, size; it it's not happen, a big deal. Know. They had an investors' call, and they mentioned that, and everybody just went into a frizzy panic, and all of these Silicon Valley crazy people, all these tech people, uh, just went crazy over this. So the, the lesson to be learned is. Not only to diversify your uh, your investments, but if you're a bank, diversify your yes. customer base. Yes, right. Farm banks had run into this in their time as well. Uh, so if you don't diversify your customer bank, uh, base, then you're going to run into the situation where everybody is in the same uh, little club and they all go crazy all right. together. Wait, wait,
2: wait. I want to summarize this. We talked about Frank Sinatra. Yeah. We talked about the Kodak Deer. We did. We talked about uh, uh, whether or not his wife listens. We talked about the Oscars. Oscars. Uh, Now we've just learned about the banks. um, Glenn Robinson. uh, Glenn 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 Robinson Robinson winning six Academy Awards. Six
1: Academy Awards, Awards. (sighs) and I touched one of them.
0: Wow. How about that? For Hindenburg. And we've all just touched greatness right here on The Voice of St. Louis. When we come back, it's What's Trending. Wow. Wow.
2: I know you've stuck around after the last hour and a half we've you gave know. you here on the voices of St. Louis. Know? It's a late night with Hancock and Kelly. It is as we do every time to- every week about this time. Well, maybe <laughs> we're usually wrapping it up by now. A we uh, earlier than this, but yeah,
0: that, I mean that last segment was. Uh, we
2: visit with the king of pain. He's none other than Braxton Payne. Braxton Payne for what's trending,
3: Braxton. Top of the evening to you this evening. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Fine. Have you been listening? Uh, I caught the end of, of uh, the brilliant segment, as always, of Sean yeah. Michael. There's nothing
2: know. like Sean Michael, is there?
3: I mean, it's like, first off, the fact that he doesn't have, like, a memoir, and no one could know him at all and just buy his memoir and would be intrigued and it would be a New York Times bestseller. I no think, doubt. I think mind. you're right about Tomorrow.
2: that. Every week. I, I encourage people to tune in. Every week, the, the stuff this guy's done and the people he knows, it's it's unbelievable. But uh, Braxton, um, you, uh, we've had a couple of weeks off. We talked about the baby. Uh, we talked about being a
3: dad and She's diapers. now three weeks old? Three weeks old, yes, wow. that is correct.
2: So I think it's good that we start to get back to uh, what's trending. So what's trending out there, my friend?
3: Yeah, so we got a couple uh, different options today. Obviously, we have the Oscars, you know, the big, big thing yesterday. We have a billionaire and Buffalo Wild Wings. So I'll let you guys pick the first Ooh. one we go to Ooh. tonight.
2: I, I want to start with Buffalo Wild Wings.
3: Yeah. So, you know I, know, I know Michael has a soft spot for Buffalo Wild Wings. Not I so mean, much think,
2: anymore, but I used to, yes.
3: Yeah, I think during the pandemic, there was a lot of times that you would get it to go. Yes. Um, I remember there was mm-hmm. a lot of Buffalo Wild Wings visits, and We'll talk about food choices here in a minute on that, but uh, so uh, Buffalo Wild Wings is being sued in a class action lawsuit, um, and the class action lawsuit claims that they are uh, doing deceptive branding and marketing practices what? by calling their buffalo, you know, wings their boneless buffalo wings, quote unquote wings, because they're technically, according to the lawsuit, sliced. Chicken breasts shaped as wings, who, who and they oh, wait a
0: minute. Well, well, well hold on. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no bones in the wings.
3: That's what you're saying. It's saying it's boneless, but it's not the wing meat. It is the so breast meat they, of they, the chicken.
0: So, have they extracted the bones from the from the wing, or are they giving breast meat? I guess that's the question.
3: So that is what they're suing, and according to the lawsuit, and according to the people that are suing, saying that it is not wing meat wing. it is breast, breast meat. meat and so uh, also well, who would file law- a lawsuit i'd about rather this. have the
0: breast meat if you want to know the truth exactly so that's
3: not. i'm a one. breast guy too meat. when it comes to chicken. everything yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i think what that's the interesting part is first off who would sue about this somebody that wants to make some money right obviously you know they're a lawyer some some lawyers out there right. we know several some good lawyers in town but lawyers. some will sue for anything yeah right but in in the lawsuit, what I found the most interesting part is they uh, they quoted other fast food chains, and one of them including Papa John's. Mm. And if you notice, Papa John's doesn't have, say they're boneless wings; they said it's boneless chicken because they do use the chicken breast. So they're they're not even claiming for it to be the wing part of of the. Uh, well, now of that the chicken. you
0: know what I mean, in all. In all fairness, it would well, be deceptive this is if you, you got c- a yeah. wing over here mm-hmm. uh, that's, you know, <laughs> on the wing of the bird. Right, and then you got the breast over there that's on the yeah. breast of the bird. To be consistent, and you're calling the breast a wing. I'd be like, well, to be, be like,
2: consistent, you don't like the idea of calling a veggie burger a burger because there's no meat in it's it. It's not a burger. So then you can't say. Then you would agree with the lawsuit and saying these are not wings. These they're are just chunks of chicken. They're chicken chunks.
3: There you go. And, uh, <clears throat> and if you just so we started say, off as John not knowing why he would, he would sue, and now he's a part of the Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, I mean, no, they're, because they're,
2: because the Republicans you, you, you have become the, quite you, litigious you these days. You
0: got the chicken chunks. You know, just call them chicken chunks, and I'm sure they would sell like hotcakes.
3: I, I don't know if the word chunks would really sell uh, uh, any any food item. To be honest, I, don't know what I mean, I just think of vomit when I think of chunks. But, I wonder you though know? if
0: you could if you could if you could extract the wings from a chicken wing. Now let's think about this for a minute. So because that actually would be the perfect food.
3: Yeah, well, got, I think you, that's you, what most buffalo are. What most boneless wings are, if they say they're wings, I would assume that they're you know, the wing meat.
0: So they've taken the bones out of the wings. Well,
3: yeah. And then, and
0: then because they're connected down there at the bottom. You
3: yeah. Know, you and then can't,
0: probably, you can't just take the one bone and the other bone. I mean, they're connected no. down there.
2: All right. What else is trending? Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: so we have the Oscars and we have billionaire billionaire billionaire. All right. Billionaire. So uh one man in California won the $2.034 billion jackpot just uh, recently He's 30 years old. His name is uh, Edwin Castillo. Uh, apparently, he's one of the nicest guys. You know, he's obviously being sued that, you know, somebody stole his ticket. But, you know, everyone's pretty much saying that's all just a little more larky. Um, but he's 30 years old. Uh, he's He will get about $997 million, uh before taxes um, will be his payout. Obviously, the jackpot was $2.034 billion, But there was other winners that won a million here, a million there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but he has already bought in, in just two weeks. He's bought a twenty five point five million dollar mansion, mm. a Rolls Royce in the Hollywood Hills um, that has a garage that goes up to his bedroom uh, for his Rolls Royce that That's he just weird. bought. Um, he's, sleeping, but he's only he's thirty sleeping years with old. The
0: Rolls, Rolls Royce. He's
3: yeah. got the Rolls Royce in the bedroom. So I always ask this question because I get irrationally angry when I buy a lottery ticket and I don't win. Mm. I I just, like, even if I buy one single one, I know there's no chance, but I still get mad. Because all I do is sit in the shower and think about all the things I would do with, you know, $997 million. Yeah. What would be the first thing, John, that you would do with $997 million?
0: I would would probably uh, pay off my CPAP machine. I know. Are you I pay for, for that on that time. Today. Every month I pay for the CPAP machine. Yeah. Like I literally am looking at
3: $161.58 yeah. for no, this month. You got Are a, you kidding me? You got a good deal
0: on yours. Uh, yeah, no. Every month. Do they give you they a deal if you, you do just do pay part. for
3: it all at once? I
0: don't think you get it. It's like a cell phone. You can't oh. pay for it. You go in there and. Yeah, they, they've hooked you. Let me write you a check. No, no, no. We can't do that. It's like. A, so nope. I, would, I would pay off the CPAP machine. This is the first thing I do.
2: Fair enough. Michael? I'd buy a house on an island in uh, the Caribbean, maybe a place like Mystique. Uh, Love that idea. that's
0: very limited, though. You probably can't find a place on Mystique.
2: There's one for sale right now.
3: Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. $200 million. Oh
2: just reading about it 200 million.
3: you gotta you gotta find a british citizen apparently now I, I did look into that you gotta <laughs> be a british citizen to buy is that right or uh, that? yes or they at least have to have 40 percent ownership so. well i
0: got just, i'm british going back
3: yeah i mean you could probably prince yeah, harry probably needs to invest in for property because he's pretty poor now so you know with all that braxton Netflix what time is the
2: la- last feeding of the evening for the baby
3: uh, right. And about uh, right. about eight minutes ago, you know. Oh yeah, we're doing. Mean, Michael Lyles ran right into my time, so you oh, know yeah. I had to. Well, we appreciate how's she,
0: how's she doing? Is she sleeping pretty pretty well through the night. Yeah,
3: five and a half hours last night, wow. uh, straight through. So I didn't not sleep, too bad. I didn't
0: sleep five and a half hours last night. Yeah,
3: well, yeah, I do want to say right one now, thing for your CPAP machine. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say one thing before I go about oh, yeah, the Oscars oh, because okay, I, I know you guys talked about it, and mm-hmm. you know two things. So, first off, it, the 18, I know we all thought nobody watches it, but it was up 12% this year, and 18.7 million people watched that. live. Yeah, lot. Um, it went 35 minutes over time, which yeah, is per stars. usual, which mm-hmm. I don't know whatever, sh- what show in the world can go 35 minutes over and still be okay. Jimmy Certainly Kimmel. this one? Jimmy Kimmel made. Uh, 12 jokes about the slap from last year, is what I counted. Okay. And uh, the, I think his best joke of the night, which Nick Cannon commented on today. I don't know if you know who Nick Cannon is. He's a comedian, an actor. He's yeah, done a yeah, lot of Nick things. Yeah, Nick Cannon. He was married to Mariah Carey, yeah. but has about, uh, I mean, he has, uh, Michael, how many kids? A dozen. Twelve kids. One, Twelve do- kids. one dozen several kids. Several different women. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the funniest joke, I think, though, to be honest, the only funny joke from Jimmy Kimmel last night was he said, you know, Avatar is a $2 billion movie and he said all they needed was Nick Cannon's kids to go see it four times, and they made their money back. And I thought that was his only only funny joke of the evening from Jimmy
2: Kimmel. I like Jimmy Kimmel. He's my favorite of the late-night guys. Well, there you go. He,
3: he's my favorite person, but I, I think I think doing these shows now, it, there's such a um, hype or expectation that yeah. you just can't be funny, so why even do it? Exactly.
0: It's never been the same since Jack Parr. <sighs> sure. All
2: right.
3: We'll go with that. That's it. He's the king of
2: pain with what's trending. We'll talk to you Thank again you, next week, Brax. Thanks so much. Thanks,
3: y'all.
2: Bye-bye. Hey, we've got lots more of this oh, excitement a, when you I've come got a back.
0: New, I've got a new drink I've concocted.
2: Oh, wait till you hear this. Uh, this guy thinks, I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be something special. It's just a bunch of sugar. Welcome back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. If you've loved this evening, you're going to want to come back again next Monday. We'll be the here from 8 to 10 o'clock. <laughs> Just the highlights of what happens. We yeah, always sick. have Sean Michael Lyle at 9 o'clock. Yeah. We have What's Trending at 9.15. Do. Don't forget we have our Sports Insider who joins us every week at 8.15. That's John Hancock. And uh, tonight we've got our bartender uh, expert, uh, John Hancock, Sr. You found yourself a new drink. I
0: have. So what is it? Uh, well, you got me uh, some years ago, right? Onto the club soda kick.
2: There's nothing better than bubbles
0: and fills uh, you up. Uh, it does. makes you
2: feel like you're drinking a cocktail. Yes. Yeah.
0: And so you know, I go to the store and I I get usually I get uh, let's see, a three, six, twelve, twelve, some, fifteen club sodas. Okay. Uh, And a couple of bottles. Very
2: particular number every time. Well,
0: I mean, you get because you got the little carrying case. Ah, okay. Yeah, you fill them up, and you got two full of club sodas, and then the third one I put club sodas and some wine in. Okay. And uh, so uh, I've been doing that for a while, and you know, occasionally when you have dinner, and my wife is a great cook, and when I go grocery shopping, I usually buy food for dinner for the week, right? And um, I I don't want to have wine every night. Because some meals do not lend themselves to right. wine. Right. I mean, if you're no. going to have a steak. Have have some wine, but if you're having the, uh, oh, let's say the uh, grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, no, we don't do that. Oh. Uh but let's let's say you're having the um, okay. What you call them? The chicken cordon bleu. Uh, sure. Okay. O- or the uh, what you call the the, the uh... spinach pot pie. <laughs> no. The... <laughs>
2: I'm just trying to make the radio somewhat the Mexican tolerable thing, here and you roll it up. The uh, a burrito. Yes, you're uh, having the burrito out there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm working with
0: Ozzy Osbourne tonight.
2: <laughs> and you don't want, you know, you don't want a heavy
0: glass of cabernet.
2: No. You uh. want
0: something a little lighter, a little sparklier, a little uh, okay, yeah. enjoyable. And so what would that be? So I have discovered something
2: Michael. A spritzer?
0: Well, I don't know if that's what you call it, but I was wandering down the aisle In the uh, fruit drink section. And it's amazing how many fruit drinks they have in the fruit drinks. I mean, they've got the cranberry juice. Right. They got the cran apple juice. They got the cran mango juice. They got the, I mean, there's cran everything juice in there.
2: Right. Everything's got cranberry. Which is good if you've got a bladder infection. It
0: is. And it's good for the, you know, your stuff in there. Yeah. And so I found the cran tropical
2: Okay, what's in the Crayon Tropical? Everything. Pineapple? Everything. Mango? Everything. Coconut? Everything. It's all in there.
0: <laughs> and it's amazing. Yeah. And uh, and it's it's got this, you know, because I'm, I'm not a big cranberry juice person. Right. Because I don't really like cranberry. But, man, you put all this tropical stuff in there? Yeah, sugar. Amazing. It's not sugar. It's, okay. Uh, I mean that's, that's
2: what juice is, brother. Really? Yeah. Oh. Sugar.
0: Are you sure? I'm positive. <coughs> Can't you get the sugar-free... Uh,
2: Oh, I think you could probably get the sugar-free, but let me ask you this. Are you getting the sugar-free juice? I don't know what I'm getting. You're not getting getting the the Cran Tropical. For you to be talking about it this way, you're not drinking the sugar-free version of it. I can promise you.
0: It's amazing. and It looks like cranberry juice. It's still red, but it's got all of these things Uh in it, you know. Yeah. It's, it's like a it's like a cornucopia. It's like
2: going to Seven Eleven and 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 just putting the the, the getting every drink from the spritzer, or
0: at the at the breakfast in the morning at the hotel, uh-huh. where you got the apple juice, the cranberry yeah. juice. The do lemonade, you do that when you stay at the Drury? You just kind of load them up? everything. Yeah, in there. Uh, there you go. Uh, but the, so this <laughs> stuff has got the cran <laughs> tropical, and I bought it right. And then I went down the soda aisle. Yeah. And there they were. What's this? The little tiny cans. Have you seen the tiny cans? Of yeah, four?
2: they're they're like uh like
0: they're six or can- seven ounces. Whatever yeah, they are, yeah. they're yeah. tiny little cans.
2: Uh-huh. Miniatures.
0: Yes, and they got the tiny little cans of Seven Up there. Uh uh-huh. huh. Sugar free. Oh, you know. <laughs> and uh and they got the you know the, the Fritzel in them. Uh huh. And you buy the tiny cans of Seven, 7- and what's amazing? Okay. Is that the six tiny cans of Seven Up corresponds exactly? To the can of cran tropical juice that okay. I have. Okay.
2: So now in describe how solo I mix cup. my drink
0: here. Okay. So you got the red solo cup here, okay. which is a staple. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And you pull it out there. Uh huh. You've you pour the ice or no ice? No ice. No well, ice. you got to have the stuff in the fridge. I mean, okay. you don't want you drinking yeah, okay. warm, you know, water. Uh. So you you fill the the cran tropical up there to about you know they got the ridges on the glass. Okay. So you go just about halfway up, not quite halfway up, uh, in the Red Solo Cup with the Crayon tropical, and then you then you lay on a full can of the sugar free Seven Up.
2: Ooh, right nice! On top of that
0: thing, sparkling, cold, you stir crisp. It. No need. It automatically does if it if you pour with force, and uh, there's no need. And then there it is, and it's it, it is the best drink ever.
2: So when do you drink this with dinner? every night? Yeah.
0: Whenever you're not having a glass of wine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I have it in the morning. Really? Uh but I've now taken to having these uh, little uh, little orange things, what you call them.
2: Yeah. Um I don't know exactly what you're talking about these little the, the orange. The little
0: orange things. You you got a name for you told me about them years ago. Oh, your the fault. little uh, oh, the the cuties, the yes. little uh, yeah, the little peelable oranges.
2: Yes. Oh, those are the greatest. They and you are. know the best part about the peelable oranges—they're called cuties. There's uh, there's yeah. other names for them. Yeah. You can leave the the, the, the peelings off in the in the kitchen yeah. overnight, and it it allows the scent from the the rind to consume the room.
0: The rind. And then scent in the morning,
2: you just click, the room. pick them up, and they they get dehydrated. And you throw them away.
0: I'm going to do that tomorrow.
2: Well, there you go. Now, Uh but here's my, here's an interesting thing about me. Yeah. I I think I pretty much am 100% water or um, sparkling water these days. I don't drink anything other than water.
0: Well, you got to try this thing because I mean, I don't want want all that sugar. That juice is, I'm trying to lose weight, brother. I don't want all that sugar. It's not that much sugar. John,
2: are you kidding me? Those cranberry juice things are nothing but sugar. You might as well eat a bucket of ice cream. Really? Yeah. There's no, there's no. By the way, there's no fruit in that stuff. It's just flavored juices. No,
0: they got the, they got the tropical uh, stuff in there. I'm gonna have to look into this.
2: He's Hancock. I'm Kelly. We're back after this. Kim walks. Well, this is it. The Hancock and Kelly show goes till ten o'clock. Then you uh, get to stick around for uh, what? Is it the best of the DGS? And then That's after right. the best of the DGS, you get uh, our, our great American, American stories. Yes,
0: our American stories.
2: I enjoy those; they're great stories. I've listened to a couple of them. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to be hustling home. I got to go home and do some laundry. I'm catching an airplane flight in the morning.
0: Where?
2: I've got to go that. to Dallas. You're leaving town. I'm going to Dallas for some meetings, and I'll be back uh, middle of the week. But um, what? So if you're, I'm traveling, and I'm not checking a bag. Okay. What? I'm traveling, and I'm not checking a bag.
0: What are you going to wear?
2: I'm going to carry it on in my carry-on.
0: Oh, oh, okay.
2: So here's my question to you. If you're not checking a bag, um, how early do you get to the airport
0: before um, your flight? I would do about 47 minutes early. You personally. Now, because you, I,
2: you, you, you always that. travel with, like, a, a case the size of a, a well, trunk. Well, but if
0: I wasn't checking a bag, I would uh, would not go as early as if I'm checking So the
2: then bag. you have confidence there won't be a long line at the uh, security. That's why you in do 47
0: minutes. Okay. And if you're leaving from St. Louis, there's not going to be a long line.
2: Yeah. I am flying southwest, though. So you got to go pull into that little area. 30, you, yeah. You'll be fine. Why uh,
3: 47 specifically?
0: Well, 45 seems a bit short. Uh, 50's too long? 50's probably a bit that's, too long. So fair. 47 is uh, kind of the sweet spot there.
2: Huh. Well, I'm going to give it a shot tomorrow. Uh-huh. Um, so you're going to... But now
0: you got to, I'm saying, walking in the airport. you be at the airport 47, so you gotta 47 minutes. you got to park the car. All, you know, now. What do time you, do
2: they start loading the plane up? And then like 30 minutes before a flight? Yes. So that gives me 15 minutes to get to, well, uh, roughly 17, 17 roughly minutes. 17 to get through. minutes. Yeah. 15 15 that's all, that's 15's all you need. not enough. But Security. You're,
0: you're, you're pre... I'm TSA and pre aren't
2: you? No. Why not? Because I don't travel like you do. You travel enough that if you've traveled more than two or three times a year and you don't have the pre-check, there's like just something the not right about you.
0: It, it, because you got, you know, you're, you're in the line there with all your fellow people. you got the dogs out there sniffing on you. Yeah. Uh, I saw a dog. Last time we flew somewhere, Uh huh. <laughs> I saw a dog on his coffee break. How, how's that work? Well, he just he just walked over to the counter and laid down. Really? <laughs> yes. He just laid there for like fifteen minutes, and then he got up and he started sniffing again.
2: So he, the, the boss told him, yeah. uh, was, was he with a cop?
0: It had to be a union. Yeah, he was with a, a TSA or whatever. Probably was a police officer. Right. And they walked him over to the counter. Told he laid, them, Sparky, sit down. He laid down, Uh huh. put his little uh, head on his front paws there, Yeah. Uh, kind of kept his eyes open looking around and seeing what's going on, but he didn't budge. You know, they, they tell you you're minutes.
2: not supposed to pet those dogs, but boy, isn't it hard? Don't you just want to walk up and give them a little love? Yeah, yeah. but you can't do that. No, you can't. Because they'll bite it, your hand off. Well, no,
0: but because they're there to surf, search for bombs and sniffing. stuff. are sniffing. They're sniffing on you. Yeah. Dogs well, I, have the most incredible sense of smell. My dog, Gus. Oh, boy. Gus can smell from inside the house. Really? There's one particular neighbor we have Uh uh, who shall go unnamed. Okay. Uh, But she's got three dogs. Okay. And uh, whatever's being put off there, Gus can smell that neighbor from literally five houses away. Isn't that amazing? From inside the house. Isn't that amazing? He starts losing it. And sure enough there
2: she is. I saw something on Twitter the other day that said if your dog ran away from the house yeah. and you can't find it um that one of the best things you can do is take one of your used t-shirts that you you know you haven't washed yet yeah. and put it on your front porch. Huh. Because the dog will then find come its way back. home.
0: So my my business partner uh-huh they found it they were walking their dog a week or two ago. Okay. And they found a stray dog. All right. And no collar, no ID, yeah. no chip. Right. They took it to the shelter. And, you know, they wait five days. Nobody claims the dog. So he adopts this dog, his second dog now. And he brings the dog home <laughs> free, you know. Right. Well, they had to do a couple of little, you know, whatever, uh, procedures. And uh, so this morning, the dog ran away from home. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it took him 25 minutes he found the dog. So he's got a free dog, and he's probably got a $2,500 fence he's going to have to build. <laughs> <clears throat> Is he? Gonna, so he's going to keep the dog? Uh, yeah. I mean, they got the dog. I mean, he's going to keep the dog as long as the dog will be kept, because apparently dogs that are runners are runners. Yeah. So, well, exactly open up the front
2: door is what I say. If they want to come back, they'll come back. <laughs> Throw that T-shirt on the front porch. They'll find their way home. Leave the
0: light on for them. And uh, he's Michael Kelly. I'm John Hancock. We have uh, thoroughly enjoyed spending these two hours. It with was quite a interview. night. And uh, we'll be back Friday morning here on The Voice of St. Louis. Check us out Sunday morning on Fox 2 in St. Louis. I want to thank Ethan, whatever your last name is, <laughs> doing a great job. Best of DGS is next. <laughs>